0: Name that song. Is this thing on? I don't know. What's that song? Is this thing on? Oh, Eminem? Nope. It's a girl. It's not Madonna. No. How modern? Mm, Oh, it's a good 10 years ago. Pink? Nope. Oh, Britney. Did she do that? Hey, is this thing on? Um, It's a redo of... Rock and roll. I love rock Um, and roll. It's so bad. Yeah. Britney's doing so well at the moment. Do you know what I thought it? the I had no mm. idea. I saw a person and like and it took me so long to realise that it was her. Yeah. She needed to disappear
1: a little bit and mm. she has. She is so fit. She's doing like gymnastics as her workout, I follow uh, her. Is on she still Instagram? doing Vegas shows? I think she's still doing Vegas. She's in, yeah, she's incredibly fit. She's got this hot boyfriend. She's doing she's doing those paintings that have you seen them auctioned off. She's doing these really quite no. poor paintings of flowers. It's really sweet. She's done. They're very childlike and adorable. And she's auctioned them off and given all the money to charity. She's um, painting. Yeah, she's just seems to be a, a positive headspace for Brittany. Like Britney. even her hair is looking
0: pretty good. Um. Well. Good, well done, Brittany. Yeah. Well done, you love. I know. Anyway. Hello. Hello. Welcome to another lovely episode of Bitch Please. Is it
1: lovely? Is it it's always early. lovely? <laughs> it's early to call.
0: <laughs> I'm not wearing headphones today. It feels a bit weird. Yeah, we've got, to, we've got to sort this headphone thing out.
1: Although it actually helps with my headache because we we went to, um, we had our work Christmas party two nights ago and I am still hung up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that means you did it right. Oh,
1: well, I don't know. It, I had, so this is even though I had a plan. So... I was not going to have champagne, which is mm-hmm. which is hard for me because champagne is my favourite thing. But when I drink it, especially when I'm in a social setting where I'm a bit nervous, I tend to drink a lot of it quite quickly. Mm-hmm. I just find those little flutes, they just go down way too fast. Yeah, they're very and sugary. And I sort of end up having five or six glasses in like an hour and a half.
0: Um yeah, and I won't really realize how much I've. Had. But you also, but not drinking champagne though. You chose to drink red wine. I know, which is you can't drink red wine on a big night.
1: Well, I I did,
0: and I, think, I thought oh, I would you be. Can, but safe. It, I feel like you pay for it later.
1: Yeah, because I, I just, I mean, I hate that look of like of getting really pissed really really early you know and i'm like yeah. shoving like 50 spring rolls in my face <laughs> and like chatting up 20 year olds in the bathroom queue like it's not a good look but i thought red wine might slow me down a little bit and i definitely did okay, i see, yeah i had i still had a fair bit to drink but it slowed my pace and i left yeah you were, you were at, like 11 and like i didn't i didn't smoke like 500 cigarettes which is always a plus and i just kind of got home at a reasonable time and did yeah. you nugget on the way home yeah i got nuggets of course i got nuggets <laughs> um yeah i
0: thought red wine would just help me be a little bit more of a lady okay just well at least you, you've gone in there with a pl- Plan. I could do that. There needs to always be bubbly water at parties because water. Oh, I, I find they need such to make it downer, way more readily advi- available. Bring me sparkling water. That feels festive to me in terms of a party and drinking water setting. In, in a goblet,
1: like make it yeah. fancy. Give me, yeah. give
0: me a nice glass, and I will yeah. drink the hell out of some yeah. bubbly water. As my lovely exactly. nephew said, like I'm, I'm an awful, like I'm not a good drinker. I never have been.
1: No, you, well, you don't. When you say not a good drinker, you just you don't drink that much. You never get silly. But I
0: always get sick because I will get sick before I get drunk. Oh, so yeah, I I miss the fun, happy, drunk, doing silly stuff. I think that's actually really common though. I think people feel sick and just push through it yeah I don't know I don't know I never even when I was younger like in my early 20s working in a bar yeah um where it was just you just drank that was yeah. all, that was the only thing job. we could find that's what we did yeah. um even then I just I, I'm not a good drinker and I would be so jealous of people's stories about oh my god we just had a huge night yeah and we had so we, we had so much fun I'm like how did you get to that point yeah. of the night like I am so violently ill I'll just i
1: And I, in high school, I used to, I tried drinking vodka and I would drink those, everybody did those like lemon rice things and they would give me such chronic heartburn (laughs) and I couldn't understand it. Like I'd have one and and be like in searing pain in my chest. Like, this is awful. Why are people doing this? No. Um, but I learnt from that, and I often I take now even my lantern before I go out. I have my lantern, and that oh. kind of lines my esophagus oh. a little bit, so I don't get fucking heartburn.
0: We're we're so much older and wiser these I days. I we're
1: old and wise. Like we still do it, but we just kind of um, put methods in place. And I also I'm sorry, i
0: just bought up this picture of this artwork from Britney Spears. <laughs> it sold for ten thousand dollars. She gave it all to charity. That's nice. <laughs> Is it worth ten grand? No, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I feel like she could have done more. I think that I think that might be part of the joke. I feel is, like is she that, might be that, in on it. She's in on it to go, I hope hilarious.
1: So. I hope so. I've done a finger painting. <laughs> it's it, it's and... like it's almost as good as the
0: paintings that those elephants in Thailand do. Yes, <laughs> but maybe just not quite as good. I mean, great, she's trying something. I love hobbies. Hobbies are great. Yes, and I'm all oh. for Brittany having hobbies. That's great. And it's also like in a weird frame as well. Like it's yeah. not even I know. It's a bit weird. done properly Anyway, sorry, digress. <laughs> We're let's let's dive into this week's episode of Bitch Please. Yeah, let's dive right in. I was gonna um, I, I don't wanna start every one of our episodes talking about the Harvey Weinstein. No. factor of it. and But there he is. But there he is. <laughs> but also since then, the floodgates that have opened this week, the latest one has been Matt Lauer. Yeah, that's huge. There seems to be this real sense of um, action now that never – like yeah. we had a series last year – not a series but an incident last year where um, one of the um, network execs at Channel 7 mm. was embroiled in a bit of a scandal and there that's was lots right. of evidence and there was lots of it – was, it was a really big deal in the paper but I felt yeah. like it kind of wasn't taken – Seriously, no. but it mm. seemed like there was a lot of damning evidence against him. Absolutely, to the point where he had um, a role within the AFL, and they dismissed him for that. Wow. But he kept his job. But what I think is um, is interesting about the Matt Lauer stuff
1: is that they did immediately dismiss him, which says to me that they know, yeah, there's, there's, it's bad enough that there's yes. shit that they need. Yeah, that even though the public doesn't know, it's warranted to fire him now. Yeah, and that's been the question this week, right? Like who the fuck approved him to have this button installed that locks his door from the inside? <laughs> locks his door from the inside. So they know about this stuff. They're, they're complicit in this.
0: What How do you feel about the story that he was um, playing Fuck, Marry, Kill with people, like with people that he worked with? I'm not offended by that. Is that weird?
1: I mean there's a time and a place. I think if you're having an afternoon drink with your work colleagues at the pub and, and you know, you're, just, you're playing a stupid game of, you know, which celebrities do you think are hot or whatever. Yeah. Once it starts getting personal, I mean, if you yourself have slept with them, I think that it's like. <laughs> okay, yeah, there's. The, I don't know. Or if you
0: know them, I suppose. It's the difference of playing that game yeah. where it's like Brad Pitt and all yeah, these it's other random celebrities. Because we're never going to. Yeah, or if it's you're talking about, here are the list of all my co stars.
1: I think it's certainly a different thing to have a private conversation, even if you're just having a friend from work over for dinner and you say, who at work do you think is hot? Like if you
0: had to. Yeah. You have that <laughs> private conversation and yeah. it's very much. But you're not sitting there in the middle of the open planned office going, no. so. No, God, no! You don't do that, and you don't. Um,
1: you also need to sense the room a bit and see if people are visibly uncomfortable. Don't keep going. Yeah. Don't say, you know, Sandy from makeup. If she's yeah. standing right there looking <laughs> like she wants to vomit, just don't.
0: Yeah. But um, I think the thing that keeps coming back as well is that you've got these disguise in this these incredible positions of power mm. that come with such respect genuinely. Cause you go, hey, you've obviously worked hard. Yeah. And, you know, you you know what you're doing. I think it's really disheartening again and again and again to be having these people go, nope, he's a dirty sleeve bag and he's a dirty sleeve bag and he's a dirty sleaze bag. And they're all being fired. I think that is amazing that there's yeah. this real awareness of actually that's not in it's not appropriate and it's not okay anymore. Yeah. And these guys that maybe a year ago wouldn't have been fired if it wasn't for this yeah. um, bit of a Um, storm of it all happening at once
1: I reckon yeah and there's so many people affected by these decisions it's whole crews that can lose their job and whole shows that can just be sunk in one day yeah the the actions
0: of one person (laughs) yeah has massive ramifications Um, unless you're the president of the United States just saying um but anyway hey very quickly I saw Thor Ragnarok the other day oh I haven't seen a movie in so long it's um is it really good it's it's really good Okay. I took my friend who didn't know anything about it. Yeah. And I think she had a good time. Okay. But um, it's just it was tongue in cheek. It was so witty. Mm. The director, I'm a massive fan of the director. Who and directed this one? I I'm, I'm always butcher his name. His name is Taika Waititi. I oh, think. yeah, he's real hot. He's super Sorry, hot. Sorry, that's no, irrelevant. No, he's <laughs> hes crazy hot. Accent and everything. Oh, man. Um, but he just, movie? I don't know, I don't know if it's him or if they've got new writers or something. Everything mm. is just, it's fun.
1: Um, you know who was a Avenger
0: mm. in the Avengers movie? Uma Thurman. She was. Yeah. I always want to say Avengers. <laughs> it's
1: because it was such a capital A. <laughs>
0: yeah. Avengers. The Avengers. Not yeah. that's not how you say it. She was. She was. Yeah. That was mid nineties. She has it? been in some weird movies. Man. Yeah, she has. She's, she's been, been in some lots weird of them. movies. Yeah.
1: Um, she she's um forty seven. She was born in Boston. Uh, her full name is Uma Karuna Thurmond. No way. Um, Say it again. Uma Karuna.
0: Karuna. Yeah.
1: And I think, <sighs> is it Ethan Ethan Hawke, her first husband, um, he, I think he, is it a book or something? He, and he's dedicated it to Karuna. Aww. Sort of as an intimate, you know. That's cute. Very cute. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about her today. Uh, because she's been in the news um, this week connected with the Harvey stuff. Yeah. Um, so some background on her. She um, started as a model when she was about 15. She was on the cover of British Vogue. Uh, and then a few years later she did a movie, Dangerous Liaisons, which I've never seen. Was she in Dangerous Liaisons? Yes. Oh, my God. And got a lot of acclaim for that. Um, Rachel claims that this is her
0: favourite movie. <laughs> her actual favourite movie is? <laughs> We're <can have> Bernie's.
1: <laughs> and then she was in Quentin Tarantino's Pulp Fiction, which kind of launched her into superstar. Yeah. She was also in Batman and Robin, Gattaca, oh, Lady I loved her as Poison Ivy, and of course the Kill Bills. Mm-hmm. She also did uh recently with Lars von Trier, she did an Infomaniac, and she's done a little bit of TV. She was in Smash, and she just made her Broadway debut, so she's on Broadway. Oh, okay. Um, the producers was her last big like blockbuster movie. That was in 2005. She's yeah. done a few rom-coms and action and I get the sense that she's potentially able to pick her roles now, um, and is waiting for the right thing rather than jumping at whatever. Did so you mention Truth About Cats and Dogs? Oh, she was in that too. And she played a ditzy model. Loved it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with also um, Janine Garofalo. Love her. Oh, love her. Yeah. Who's the man in that? He's an English guy. Um, I think. I think she's still very much one of the movie stars. Yeah, I think so. There's not many left. Yeah, um, no, but I think she could. She could do TV, and that's where the great work is. So she'll, if she wants to keep working, that's where she would probably transition. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like a, a role. I was trying to think of a role for her. I think she could be like ruthless TV exec, you know, making a hit medical drama show.
0: Yeah, I or think so. like
1: she'd be a good boss lady. She'd be a great boss lady, or yeah. like fierce, like political candidate oh, yeah. up against like a real chauvinistic
0: yes. pig. Yep, I'd watch the hell out of or that.
1: Or like I was thinking like Breaking Bad twist, like a suburban housewife mm. that's really bored, and she start, she sets up like a some sort of like hacking. Network from her basement. Oh
0: my god! Can we? I have to. Right. I have to yeah. watch that film. Yeah.
1: I could also see her doing like a like escaping life and climbing a mountain.
0: I oh am yeah, a bit you of know, a wild esque. Yeah, type
1: is there a movie journey? about Mount Everest? Because I feel like she could climb Mount Everest, and I'd believe that. Mm,
0: yeah, I think we'd be good. Mm. She'd also be a good um, Claire Underwood type character. Yeah, she's got that kind of
1: cool confidence. Mm. She's a bit uh, not. A, I don't like the word aloof, but she's just a bit. Um, she doesn't seem to be. Ah, uh, accessible. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I'll Something it's about her word. that's a little bit freezy and a little bit uh, standoffish. Yeah. Um, so I, I want to be a bit gross and talk about her love life a little bit because it's interesting. She married Gary Oldman. Did she? For two years in did 1990. did not know that. That's serious Black, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Ethan Hawke, who she was married to for seven years. So she, only seven years. Yeah, it wasn't that long. I mean, that's, that's Maybe a Maybe they were together time. before
0: then because it felt like it was longer than that.
1: Yeah, it, that's a long time in Hollywood, I it's guess. Long, yeah, it's true. Um, she almost married Andre Bellaz, a hotelier who was also born in Boston. They separated twice. Um, fun fact about him, a New York Times article recently reported that he groped Amanda Anka at a 2014 dinner party in front of her husband, Jason Bateman. <laughs> oh. Um, so, Uma, interestingly, Uma's relationship info um, with him doesn't appear on her Wiki page. Uh, I don't know oh. if that's a coincidence, but the details of that, like it says him as a past partner, but he's not in the personal life history. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's since this New York Times article came out or I don't know, it could just be that he's- Cutting ties. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. She also almost married Arpad uh, Busson, a finance guy who dated Elle McPherson for a decade and had kids with her. Oh, that's right, yeah. Um, they were engaged twice.
0: Wow, and twice?
1: Yeah, she's been engaged like six or seven times. Twice of the same guy though? Yeah. Okay. Um, and they had a daughter- are you ready rosal yeah okay rosalind arusha arkadina altaloon florence thurman bosson unnecessary known, known as luna which is
0: lovely okay. so el mcpherson's kid's half sister is all those words mm-hmm. okay yeah um known as luna and
1: she fought for Primary custody and got it earlier this year, which always I always find that interesting. I'm like, tell us more about that. Like, wow. why? Why would you? Yeah. Okay. Um, her other two kids with Ethan Hawke are Maya and Levin, who are now 19 and 15. She has oh an almost 20 year old daughter, which is insane. Wow. Um, he married the kids' nanny, and they're still that's right. He did they're too. still together and have two kids. That's so um, gross
0: with the nanny. I know.
1: It's just. Ugh. I don't know. It's, Was he one of the first guys to do that as well?
0: Yeah, it's just so. Boring. But
1: there were rumours that she was having it off with Quentin.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: they have an interesting relationship. I'll get to that. Okay, thank so you. So she's an activist and she's supported gun, gun control laws since 2000. She's used her celebrity to support human rights causes, animal rights, environmental causes and equality. Um, she was on the red carpet this week and told uh, she was there for a photo call for the Broadway show and she told the male photographers at the front of the pack to step aside so that the female photographers could get a shot too. So she seems to be becoming this voice for women working in Hollywood, not just on the superstar level, um, like on the crew level as well. It's interesting, and it's all it all seems to be this stirring since the Harvey stuff. This seems to have ignited something in her. Yeah, Um, and I showed you the video
0: this week, um, and it is chilling. It's it's, it gave it gave me goosebumps. Yeah, I've watched it three times, and I I think this is where I'm getting this this boss lady image from her because she is just determined yes very quietly dangerous i yeah. think yeah, yeah like um, oh and my if god you it, haven't, if you it, haven't seen
1: this little soundbite um so, so it's, a th- it's like a 30 second video just google yeah um uma thurman harvey comments and, and it'll, it'll, it'll give pop you goosebumps her. yeah um so she's on she was asked about harvey and what she thought and her response was short but loaded with meaning there's an enormous suppressed rage yeah. in her voice Yeah. She, a, um, yep. and she threatened to reveal more about what she knows in due course and she says when i'm ready um, she seems to be channeling her Kill Bill character a little bit, who was this vengeful, dangerous, deadly serial killer, um, as a way to build this momentum to
0: this big reveal of what, yeah. of what Uma knows. But you just, yeah, she was silently raging. That was yeah. a good way to put it. So the subtext is colossal.
1: Yeah, what she knows must be huge. yeah. yeah. Um, and she recently posted a Thanksgiving message on her Instagram with the Me Too hashtag. Yeah, right. Um, and said, "Happy Thanksgiving, everyone, except you, Harvey, and all your wicked conspirators. I'm glad it's going slowly. You don't deserve a bullet. Stay tuned."
0: Oh, I'm glad it's going slowly. Mm-hmm.
1: So Harvey, okay. So Baxter and Harvey, he was a producer at Miramax. She's done a lot of their films, um, Kill Bill and Pulp Fiction, being the big ones. Yeah. Um, so she has worked with him quite extensively Quentin Tarantino has close professional ties with Weinstein too and he said last month that he knew about Harvey's behavior for decades and felt ashamed that he didn't speak up oh shamed is an interesting word like oh, I
0: don't know is that a big that, enough word to describe how you should feel for not saying anything? I don't know. when these, these guys held so much power in their hands over, you know, the females, but also I'm sure Quentin Tarantino as well doesn't want to rock the boat because he wants to make his films. It's he, disgusting. He wants to make his films. But he's Harvey Weinstein's holding the balls of everybody.
1: Yeah, he does. He did have everybody by the balls until now. Yes. But her relationship with Quentin is very interesting, very interesting. Um, he's He called her... Uh, his muse and there's something I think now in the context of all this stuff that's come out, there's something about being called a muse that really troubles me. It's very Woody Allen. It is. And there's this possessiveness and this sense of she exists to inspire me. Yeah. That seems – really wrong and it also implies that there's really no work involved in being a muse you kind of just passively sit on a lily pad (laughs) and be sexy and vampy And and don't say many
0: words no you just you just be
1: yeah
0: and the creative will come to me
1: um and i don't like it um there's a really really disgusting rolling stone article that came out uh in 2004 um when they were promoting Their kind of working relationship and the Kill Bill movies, Um, and Tarantino and Uma having lunch with the interviewer, Um, and this guy, this interviewer, is literally staring at her, um, and he's really antagonising her with these super sexist questions. Um, He asks her, you know, how do you feel about being Tarantino's muse? And even back then, in 2004, she shuts that down and she's like, I don't know what that means. I listened and I gave him my opinion and I killed myself making this movie great, but I. I didn't spend time on a pedestal mm. musing. It's great if he finds me inspiring, but it doesn't really relate to what I did. Yeah. So even back then she's like, I'm not accepting this label.
0: I did my but, job. Yeah, and that's the, there's that insinuation that you didn't, Quentin Tarantino did everything for you. Yes. He's made you look great and he's made you look talented. Yeah. And how do you feel about rocking up, doing nothing and looking amazing?
1: It's ridiculous. it's like,
0: um, no. Yeah.
1: Every every question in this article <laughs> relates to Tarantino. We just to go. All,
0: um how about you just come on set for twenty minutes and try yeah. and do maybe even four seconds of some of the martial arts I had to do. Exactly. And then She's you tell me how easy it was.
1: Yeah. Fuck it. So every question in this article relates to Tarantino. It's like, these are the questions an interview is asking this this actress who's been in the business for at this point, 20 years, Yeah. how did you handle him? Is he in love with you? Do you miss him when you're not on set? Ew. There's nothing about her work. Is that he, what he asked? He even asks her when she lost her virginity <gasps> and what she's like as a girlfriend. She just separated from Ethan Hawke and, and he's like, so what What does a guy get when when Uma's his girlfriend? It's Can gross. you imagine being yeah. asked these questions and, by and a stranger? And she's really cool and she gives these kind of flippant responses. Oh, my God. Um. At one point she he notes that she's cracking her knuckles and the writer is still like, She's such a mystery. It's like she's not a mystery.
0: You're a cunt, <laughs> you're and she's very clearly out of your way to be an asshole. Yeah. And then blame her for going what? And yeah. then and if she had have said something like, um, "I don't know, I'm not okay with these questions." Oh. The first thing he would have put at the top of the article was, hmm, "She's a bit difficult."
1: But this is the thing. Like she's very clearly, when you read this article, she's very clearly not okay with this questioning and is pushing back politely. And he just doesn't get it. Like they ask her. They ask her at the end of the interview if she's ever given a name to a man's penis. And she says, No, but if I do, it'll be your name. Yeah. And he is actually flattered. Oh. Like he is literally being a fucking dick. She's calling him a dick. And he, and doesn't, he get doesn't get it. He oh. still doesn't get it. Um and he actually says to her in one of the in the open, opening paragraph, he he said he reports I don't know how you could do this without without shame. He reports that he said to her, Well, aren't you little Miss
0: Businesslike?
1: As if that's Ever, okay. See, and like, this is the
0: problem. She should have turned around, especially with the virginity question. Oh. How old were you when you lost virginity? I don't know. How old were you when you realised that you are an absolute cock?
1: Exactly. Like this is a 33-year-old woman. She's got two little kids at oh, home. Oh, God. She's got an almost 20-year career in entertainment being called Little Miss by some fucking pervert journo yeah. who then stalks her the next day and he's watching her through a window and she she approaches him in the hallway and is like, what is your agenda? And he still doesn't get it. He's still oh. like, yeah, she is an interesting muse. No. He just, it's, and I think this this kind of thing, I mean, this is one this is one cockhead. But this kind of gives a hint of this sort of quiet, confident sense of self that she has and how she's had to harden herself. But did you say this is a
0: represent he was a journal for Rolling Stone.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean this is so what it's So that's she's a had really had big
0: publication. Yeah. To have this guy be your Representative. Oh, it's for One of the biggest movies at the I can't time. I believe it's still
1: online. It's wow. it's revolting. Wow. And you know, she's had to harden herself against these this experience of working with these assholes. You know, she's endured this treatment where they basically treat her like she's this exotic animal that exists just to fuel a man's creativity. Yeah. I'm very intrigued because she's worked for the last thirty years. She's no doubt met her share of sexism in the industry. She's um she has this experience as an activist and she could be a powerful voice in this new fight. So I'm listening
0: for whenever Uma is oh, ready to I talk. I cannot wait to hear what she knows. I think that's gonna be really interesting. Uh, what else she knows. Yeah, I mean it's, it's awful be because good.
1: it's it's gossipy and I don't I don't really want there to be a story that's obviously affected her really deeply.
0: No, but I think what excites me about it is just because we're on this roll now, where it's not okay and there's yeah. there's, there's there's real consequences now. Oh, exciting probably the wrong word, but just that just to bring some awareness of like what yeah. are you guys doing? Yeah. And I think a lot of um a,
1: a lot of helping victims move forward is that healing process of feeling like people who uh, who did these awful things are getting punished for it? Whether that's you know criminally punished and put away, uh, or you know publicly shamed and losing their jobs and losing their their money and their their partners and what they've built up and and um, I think that's that helps the victims in some small way. Yeah, and and, who, it, and the
0: people who have been suffering for such a long time.
1: And it's it's interesting who who is coming out now in these actresses that you maybe haven't. I mean, maybe they're not on your radar. Yeah. Um, and now they come out and it's like, do they, I mean, is she now going to get work out of this? I mean, is that, I mean, we were talking before about like, what roles could she do on TV? Like, mm-hmm. will this now launch her, relaunch her career in a new way? Is that, I mean, that's a
0: positive offshoot of Well, I of hope this. It's, it's not, but I don't want it to seem like it's that that um springboard. She doesn't need it. Like no one actually, none of these people, no. all these people who are coming forward about all these awful stories don't actually need it. What they need to be is not being held back by it.
1: Yeah. And maybe be um, recognised a bit more for what you had in the first place, which is kind of what women want, right? We just want a little bit of recognition for what we're already doing. Yeah, exactly. We don't want
0: extra. So one of the other, She hasn't said much, but the other person who sort of mentioned it is Angelina Jolie. So Angelina Jolie has come out and said that she had a very bad experience with Harvey Weinstein in her youth and as a result chose never to work with him again and warn others when they did. It got me thinking about just sort of reading that quote from Angelina. Um, her image... Her image in the media is like it goes up and down all the time. You know, she's she can be a saint, that she's a home wrecker, then she's yeah. this earthly mother, and then she's this awful woman who ruined Brad Pitt's life. Like yeah. and again, there's there's and there's reports that um if you listen to Chelsea lately, like she is mm. an awful human being. And I don't know, yeah. maybe she is. But she's I don't know, she seems to have had so much shit thrown at her as well. Like yeah. she's very talented. She's really fought to be um, an important figure. Do you think in some ways her looks
1: work against her because
0: she's I think seen so. as a sex pot first? Yeah, absolutely. Like when you have that since, face, what do yeah, you do? That face and those lips. Yeah, right. Um, and ever since she was little, so she she the first acting job she ever did was because um, her, her father is John Voight, mm. and so he's an actor. He took off after she was one. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the first films she did is when she was about five or six in a film that he um, I think he wrote it or directed it. Um, it's called Looking to Get Out. So, mm-hmm. and she lived with her mum. Um, and her uh, brother and they moved to New York, they moved back to L.A. and when she moves back to L.A. at 11 she enrols in Lee Stras- Strasberg's um, Theatre Institute. So she's mm. she's in the acting world very early mm. on and, and, you know, and she's studying for it as well. So she um, then she attended Beverly Hills High, said she felt very um, isolated because a lot of the other kids there were from very affluent and very wealthy families mm. and by comparison she was just not. She was single mother, mm. very sort of regular. Um, was she the mum. Andrea? Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, She didn't like it, so she ends up transferring to a new school where she says she becomes the punk outsider. Uh, She has a live-in boyfriend at this time, um, so he's moved in. So at the age of 15, like Mm -hmm. she said, she's experimenting with knives. um, She has a big history with self-harm. She moves out at 16, gets her own apartment. Um, She continued on with acting and she got bits and um, roles here and there. And she... Got one of the first big ones was the hacker movie, the 1995 movie Hackers. That's right. Rollerblades, hackers Hackers on rollerblades. Yeah. So good. Johnny Lee Miller, who she then went and married. Um, So she gets that. She's got like that butchy, pixie haircut. She does have that for a while. Um, Which again, I think, does that, I don't know, that's a statement or if you're just like, fuck it, I'm so hot, I can have any haircut. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't matter. She's never cut her hair since though. No. And then it wasn't – then she gets cast as the uh, female lead opposite Denzel Washington in The Bone Collector. Yeah. And that's from then on where we're off and running. Yeah. She does uh, Girl Interrupted, which she wins an Academy Award for. So good in that. So good, good in that. Movie. She she plays that, like, psycho really well.
1: Yeah, she plays a sociopath, right? Yeah. With, um, yeah.
0: Yeah. I think she does that really well. Then she oh, – does. So after that she does uh, Gone in 60 Seconds. Love that. Which we watched <laughs> not that long ago. <laughs> so good. <laughs> when we're watching it – because I,
1: I couldn't remember whether or not I'd seen it, and then I started watching it and realized that there is no plot. <laughs> They're literally just stealing they the cars. They steal and cars. I'm like, no, of course I've seen this. It's just so basic that <laughs> it's I'd forgotten. So good. There is, they steal cars. But what I what I felt like that movie was lacking was learning how to steal a car. I didn't learn yeah. anything.
0: No, they didn't tell you how to steal a car. They just were great yeah. car thieves who in stole cars. A, in the
1: way that, like, say, Ocean's Eleven gave you a bit of mm-hmm. like, this is technically how we're going to do yeah. it, and his, his inside ab- job gave you like. Yeah, this is what
0: we actually need to do. Here's what we're going to do. What else was she in? Uh, She was in uh, Lara Croft uh, 1 and 2, Life or Something Like It, which I quite liked. Uh, She voices the sexy lookalike shark Lola in Shark Tale. Oh, yeah. Uh, Marty Hart, which she spoke about. Changeling, Salt Wanted, The Tourist. I haven't seen it, but it looks really bad. The worst Mm. film. I don't even know what happened. I won't watch anything with Johnny Depp in it. It's just... I don't know. Oh, yeah. I can't even put it into words. Mm. It's so overly convoluted and strange. Um, but the biggest one, of course, is Mister and Missus Smith in terms yeah. of her personal life. Right. Yeah. Of so she gets that film. Pivotal. Yeah. Exactly. She gets that film. It's it, it does you know, great at the box office, Mm. and she meets, of course, Brad Pitt, who she then goes on to um, be together. So at Mm. this stage she had adopted a little boy. Mm -hmm. Um, She'd been married to Billy Bob Thornton, um, wanted a child, and she wasn't very old, so she's like talking 27, 28. Mm. She's adopted a little boy. Um, She's doing a film. So she's a working mother, meets a guy. And has two ex-husbands at this point. (laughs) Has two ex-husbands by now, yep. Um, Meets the all-American boy next door. Yeah. And lures him away uh, with her Lewis. evil female wiles. Yeah, um, and, and we've then all heard
1: since then. Like he's been, I, yeah, I know that that was the narrative. But the the stronger one for me is when when people had actually asked him, and he's given given the sense that he met her and felt like there was something there that he couldn't not explore. Like yeah. he had a great life and he was happy, but there was something in their chemistry that he just you know he couldn't live with himself if he never if he never found out. What what could happen? And
0: look, and it's one of those things where you don't know what happens behind closed doors. But in terms of tabloid, oh my god, yeah, tabloid. She was literally like a home wrecker and was yeah luring him with like little. That was the greatest little lollies, like fucking evil that they ever gave for that sort of fodder to go okay here yeah. is we've got classic jennifer aniston she is the heartbroken yeah. one the yeah. bad boy brad pitt who never really copped any shit for any of it it was always no, not for leaving fight. his wife no it was a bitch fight it really yeah. had nothing to do with him no in that tabloid sense it no. was jen versus angie yes
1: true and, and they went on about it for fucking years and even now going on about even it. <laughs> now like the the memes that came out when they split and it's just Jennifer Aniston like rubbing her hands together. And even I think I saw something other week about like there was a false story put out that Brad would consider a reconciliation with Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. And then they reported that the false story was false.
0: Because she has that ridiculous almost it's alien beauty. Yeah, it like, is. It's, it's astonishing. And she can do that intense sort of aloof stare as well yes so it's easy to find those pictures to match the story that she yeah. is a cold-hearted bitch
1: and we've we've was talked plotting about this. this for
0: 10 yeah. years she was
1: yeah exactly that she's really calculated that yeah. she's also not just a girl who fell in love at work no no she knew you know? she hunted him oh. she got him yeah she's <laughs> she, very predatory and that's, yeah. i mean that is all based on her her looks and you know, I think that there's there's the drug history with her and the self harm, mm-hmm. so you get yeah. this idea that she's a bit dangerous, she's a bit impulsive, and the vials she, of blood. Yeah, she f- she's very passionate and falls in love completely, and yeah, and They're you're like, just forever gonna be cast as this Dixon. harlot that constantly yeah. is just cycling through men.
0: Yeah, that's all you want. But also, I like that she went and adopted. So she started the adoption process of her first kid when she was with Billy Bob, mm-hmm. and then they split up, and she just kept on going. So right. she obviously she she had a plan. She wanted a yeah. child. That's her. She went and did it. Yeah. So she got um, Maddox, and then met Brad and she'd already started the processes to adopt Zahara. That's right. So and he was like, I'm in. Let's yeah, let's, let's do this. Let's have this family. And of course they've gone on to have more kids and adopt um uh more did they have well. three? Yeah they had three so they had one and then and then twins, right? One and then twins, yeah. So there was let me see if I can get this Maddox, Zahara, Shiloh, mm-hmm. Pax, Vivian and Knox. Yeah. So the last two being the twins. Mm. Um she's had a double mastectomy and That's then right. wrote a big um uh, op-ed in the she Times. A,
1: yeah, good yep. essay about that.
0: Yeah, so she carried the gene for breast cancer, mm. um, uh, which her mother had, but mm. ultimately died of ovarian cancer, mm. and so she's also <laughs> had. Um, and oh, I'm going to say this: an oophectomy, which Ooh. is the removal of her ovaries. Did she because, really? Yeah. So oh, okay. to prevent all cancer preventative.
1: Is that oof from the French word for egg? Oof?
0: It must. It's a, it must be. It's o w o f p h. No, mm, not f p h. Um, mm. So she's so she's gone through some really like that's really major quite surgery. major surgery and
1: especially your womanly parts as yeah. well.
0: Yeah. yeah, so and, and all preventative. So she carried this gene mm-hmm. um, that uh, meant she had a really high risk of getting breast cancer and ovarian mm-hmm. cancer. Um, her mum and grandmother died and Aunt all died of wow. um, cancer. So she said she's, you know, she wanted to do it. She's got six children. She wanted to make sure she could do whatever she could to, to get away from the possibility of her. I think now mm-hmm. it lowered her chances from 85 to 5% right. okay. of getting this cancer. Yeah. Um, but what they did say was after each time she wrote about, she wrote in the Times after each surgery that there was a massive jump in um, Australia and Canada and the UK um, in terms of other women going to get screened for this gene. Oh, good. Good. So she's raising awareness as well. Yeah. Um, you know, she's adopted children from different parts of the world mm-hmm. who, were, you know, severely affected by war. I don't feel like you can do that if you're just doing it for, um, for an image thing. Like mm. y- you've got to be a very caring, nurturing person. Yeah, to- absolutely. You know, adopt sick or have six children in yeah. the first place, um, but also then go through surgeries to make sure that you're going to stay around for a long time to yeah. actually be there for your kids.
1: And there's always like slanderous stuff about
0: her and and the kids and stuff like, oh, they live off junk food and
1: well, yeah. I mean, also, don't where do they live? Do they live part time in LA and part time in well, France? Well, so this
0: thing. So now that um, she's broken up with Brad Pitt, she's mm. once again being cast as the villain. Yeah, of course. Um, so yeah. she has ended a relationship based on what she, it seems the safety of her children. Yes. Um, with a guy that she's been with for a really long time who has Mm. since said that he was drinking heavily. Mm. Um, So he's taken seemingly responsibility for his part in it. Mm. Um, It's involved the children that she's come out and, you know, of course every mother is going to protect her kids. Yeah. But somehow still the magazines are gone. You mole! How dare you leave poor Brad? and while then, he's struggling with an addiction. Well, he's struggling with addiction, yeah. and then she was uh, on a red carpet not long after, and she was with her kids, and they were like, "Well, that's just she's just using them to get uh, to win points." It's awful, isn't it? Isn't
1: that disgusting? I just don't think a woman like that has time for point scoring. I think, I think she's made deliberate decisions. For for what she wants in life, and I, I just don't think she really
0: gives a fuck what. And I think the part of it there. too is because in this world of social media, where all the celebrities sort of can control their own narrative through yeah. social media, and she yeah. doesn't have it. She's not. She's not interested in that she's shit. She's not. She doesn't have fucking time. She's got shit doing. No. She's directing movies and writing films, yeah. and, and she's just doing her own shit. and She's looking after six kids for God's sake. Yeah. Um, but I still think it's just so fascinating that because she chooses to, um not have a social media presence, yeah. that people connect these random dots. And even you, you've got the guy, you've got Brad Pitt going, yep, I wasn't my yeah, best it was self. Awful. it was my bad. <laughs> and... You know, I've, I've, and he still talks quite lovingly about her. Yeah, really
1: positive. I mean, in, in how they have they children stuff. together.
0: And they had like basically had children, um, child services look into the incident as well. Well,
1: he wasn't allowed to have the kids for no. about six months, like at yeah, all, like no. not even see them for like an afternoon So visit. that's
0: that's not like they had an argument. Something, something awful went down. Yeah. To the and point where. it might where... have been
1: a buildup of stuff as well. It might not. Yeah. Have, it wouldn't, it absolutely would not have been an isolated incident. You don't just.
0: It's not a once off that no. she's gone, huh. I totally loved you and now yeah, you can okay. fuck right up. This off. was
1: a yeah. So this and is this a was really heavy that situation. She's, she, you know, carefully planned her next move. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be strategic when you decide to end a marriage and and in a way that's um you know, because there's somebody at fault. It's not yeah. like a decision to split. It's like yeah. you've done something and I'm now gonna kick you yeah. out. Yeah, there's been an incident.
0: Yeah and you need I to make a to- plan
1: to protect yourself.
0: Yeah. Which I think that's is, smart. and I think it's just so typical that at the end of all this, and look, who knows, maybe she is just an awful, heinous cow. She's mean vibe. to people and yeah. she, uh, you know, talks, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, yeah. maybe she hates puppies. Who knows? Yeah.
1: But isn't, wasn't Chelsea's point, um, the whole thing about Angie saying, oh, I don't have female friends and Chelsea's like, that's because you're a cunt. Like she's <laughs> yes. not, she's not a particularly warm. No. She's not a, a having girlfriends kind of chick where she just, you know has female friends. I mean, I don't know how true that would be now. I'm sure she has work relationships with women. She works with female mm-hmm. directors and producers and stuff and yeah, she well, would have connections through business. But whether or not she has a group of pals to come over and, and drink cocktails with,
0: I just she yeah. interesting, interesting to too. So do you know um, sort of a couple of years ago where they had that big uh, hack of the Sony emails? Yeah, yep. And so in that it came out that there was these, um, the two Sony execs, Amy Pascal and Scott Rudin, yeah. had an email going backwards and forwards about basically how much they hated Angelina. Yeah. And he came out and he called her some really awful stuff that she was just minimally talented and just yeah. a celebrity. Yeah. And there was there was, an on, there was a backwards and forwards conversation because mm-hmm. that she was supposed to appear in a film about Cleopatra and she wanted David Fincher to direct it but David right. Fincher had been, Scott Rudin had sort of tagged him to do this Steve Jobs oh,
1: okay. um,
0: film and basically he thought that Angelina was getting in the way from making this Steve Jobs film happen. They were just going backwards and forwards and saying awful, awful things and Amy Pascal um, saying equally awful things about um, Angelina Jolie. Mm. And then, you know, it's released, it's a private email, but, you know, they've written it down. It's it's pretty – you'd be – Shitting yourself once those emails came out. So, a couple of days after these emails are released, um, both Angelina Jolie and Amy Pascal are in this women in media breakfast, <gasps> and Amy has got her hands on her shoulders and she's looking really lovingly at her, sort yeah. of like it's a, oh my God, don't. And Angelina Jolie is staring her down. It's the greatest image where she, there's nothing on her face, where right. it's just totally blank. She's not buying whatever it is she's telling her. The photo looks quite awesome. Like it's yeah. it's the kind of face you'd want. If someone had wronged you, it's the face you would wanna give them. And then you
1: had to see them at a work thing. Yes. Or whatever or a party, you'd yes. wanna you'd wanna show up looking amazing. And, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when they tell you would be like, Oh my god, hi, how
0: are you? And you just give like, them not and she looks like dead like she's looking straight at it. Yeah, terrifying. Yeah. It is the greatest but also, face. also,
1: I mean it's just it's just confidence and it's just not pandering and not like being the woman who's like, oh, no, it's okay, we're totally fine. Like, Yeah, it's all like, right. I'm like, sure you didn't
0: mean it. No, she's got a great Perhaps
1: face. she just has asked for what she thinks is right, is the right thing to do and she's put in creative suggestions
0: that sound really reasonable to me. <laughs> Wasn't that Steve Jobs movie really shit? Well, apparently, it, yeah, well, it, it, Sony ended up losing it. So pass this now. So on that note where you're saying about her having female friends, recently she's come out and said, um, after all that happened, mm. I um, – I wanted to make sure that Amy was okay. She said, I didn't read the things that she said. I had people tell me. Mm. Um, I can imagine that would have been quite harrowing and that would have eaten away at you. I had someone contact her just to make sure she was okay.
1: Oh, well, that's kind.
0: The emails are not great. Like they don't paint these two execs in a good light.
1: The the way they talk in the emails is so unprofessional. Yeah. (laughs) The way like these massive execs, there's no formalities. It's just like, where are we at with this?
0: Yeah. And And it's it's just like all caps. Don't you fucking dare talk to me like this. Yeah.
1: It's all really, really childish shit. Like no wonder she was like, oh my God, I cannot deal with these fuckheads. This is what I'm going to do the movie. It's like, if it's like this or I'm not doing it at all. Yeah. It is so good. Yeah.
0: I'm on, I'm on her team. And like, but obviously, you know, they're talking money and we're making big deals. Oh, and it's a, a it's a world I can't even imagine. <laughs> so much of it is babysitting it's egos. Dust. Well, this is, here's what he's saying. So he's saying, I'm not remotely interested in presiding over a $180 million ego bath. The mm. last thing anybody needs is to make a giant bomb with her that any fool could see coming. Um, I have no need to keep her happy. There wow, is no okay. relationship with any movie star, anyone that requires our willingness to prostrate ourselves this way in the face of childish, irresponsible, willful and unpartnerly behaviour. It seems like something, she's done something, but mm. they do say horrifically awful things. But I think it was just a really nice touch that, and again, maybe it's just playing the media really well to go, no, I wasn't mad. I just really wanted to make sure Amy was okay. Yeah. She's no stupid woman by oh. any means. She knows. Um, and again, if someone has wronged me, mm. that's
1: exactly what I'd yeah. want to do. T- yeah, and this criticism of her, like she's not a woman's woman. What the
0: fuck does that even mean? What does that mean? Who cares? She's she's busy doing her own shit. She doesn't need to be a woman's woman.
1: Well, and this is this but also is, she's
0: a US. She's a UN ambassador. She's 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 doing enough.
1: She's real busy. Yeah. She's doing a lot, like on a global, like <laughs> on a bigger level than this yes. micro fucking high school bullshit. Yeah, and it's just it just it just reinforces this. Um, you know, you don't have to, like, to be a, a good feminist. You just don't have to be friends with every bitch. Yeah, you just yeah. don't have to be. You don't have to be well liked. Really, no. that's not part of the deal.
0: No, and like I don't like, and that's if you don't join in on the the in of women, females, uh, then you're somehow anti women and females. So fuck you. I'm
1: like, yeah, no, it's just people have got their own shit to do. Yeah, it's a big leap to make. I think to say like, well, if you don't have friends and you're not and you're not friendly, that you don't care about women.
0: Yes, that's and a you're a very big leak. and it keeps that that stereotype of that she is just a vixen and she's going to steal your man, and, and yeah. good luck, ladies.
1: Yeah, I th- I just think at, at the end of the day, if you look at your contribution and what you've what you've given of yourself, I think you would find her very much in the plus column. I think so. Yeah, you'd be hard
0: to argue it otherwise. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's that's our ladies for today. Do you have a, a bitch for this week? We didn't do one last week. Oh yeah. Do you, now, do you have a bitch of the week? Um, well, in true form, I have a few, <laughs> but we are coming into the Christmas shopping period. Well, Jesus Christ, we're we there now. Yeah, um, And I try to avoid going shopping until the very, not the last minute, but until I've got a bit of a plan of what I need, because I'm not going to go multiple times. No, you need a game plan. I'm just, I'm going to wait till mm-hmm. I can collect stuff. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm quite a fast walker. Yeah, you and are. And I don't... Long legs. I've Well, I just don't like around <laughs> people who want to hold hands at this time it's just it's just not the time to do it or if you're going to do it like do it where you are like shoulder to shoulder so at least you're taking up a little less space if you feel yeah. the need you must not be apart for these few minutes between walking between shops then yeah. okay fine why you it, but it's that holding of hands oh yeah it's like the full arm stretch so you're making this fence that i can't get around they're not they're not walking around westfield they're walking on a beach at sunset <laughs> slowly very slowly and they're the only ones there it drives me like there's nothing but just white noise and I'm surprised that at some point blood just doesn't start <laughs> trickling out of my ears it is not a time to snuggle it's I don't know no I don't understand
1: couples who feel like shopping is how, acute. cute isn't that time. the most stressful thing to do it's so fucking stressful it's also not it's not like a pleasant stroll like I get if you're in the city okay I get it if you are. Uh, Kind of just walking around Burke Street Mall or working walking down the laneways, and you're just walking along. You're like, let's go for a little bit of a window shop today. Yeah, that's kind of cool. But just walking around fucking Southland,
0: <laughs> no. Just, oh, there's
1: and there's Target.
0: Yeah, and there's muffin break. And there's muffin break. And you know, let's just stroll and then, through. Oh, there's Susan's. It's
1: Suzanne darling. Oh. <laughs> oh, you. Do
0: you want to come in here and hold my bag while I go and try uh, a thousand things on? No. And that idea. You know what I really? No one wants to do that. It's like you know the husband's seat when you go into any girly store. Oh, and there's offensive. a husband area. Like, just no. <laughs> just don't come. fuck off just with don't your come. husband. Don't
1: no. I always need to peek out and get another size. So I'm yes. in like. In my undies. Yeah. And there's just a man sitting there yeah. and he's kind of just either just lost in his phone <laughs> yes. or and then he looks up at me and I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, don't. Just, just don't. Just look, look don't. At the floor. No. You shouldn't be here. Wait outside. No. Go and get wrapping paper. Yeah.
0: Sticky tape. Yeah. A whole bunch of cards. Yeah. And a couple of bottles of water and let's cut this trip by half an hour. Can you go pick the couple of bottles of wine just in case? Yeah. Just get the, yeah. Um, or how about you just make the list of family things that you need to get oh, yeah. and I'll just meet you back at the car in like yeah. an hour.
1: It's just not the time to do things like couple experiences, like, oh well, while we're here, let's pop into bras and things and I'll get some a little teddy for you. Not the time. This it's not is a fun,
0: happy time. I want to get in and out of this place. Out. Anyway, that's my what have you got for this don't week?
1: Even, and don't even get me started on Kmart and their central registers. <laughs> Why? Why have you done this? Why? Why, Why do have I have to go it? to
0: the middle of the store? The other thing they've
1: started doing is building these enormous behemoth. Shelving units that extend almost to the ceiling. So once ah. you're in the store, it's like a fucking labyrinth, oh, and you, you can't, can't find get the central thing. You have to look for this glowing blue, <laughs> like orb lighting to it's try and like find like your way to done the center. It on purpose, it just seems like a really old business model to 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 put product in front of customers all the time. It's like that's just so not how we shop. That's not that doesn't work for us. For me, if you make my experience super easy, oh yeah, you've got yourself a loyal customer. Yeah. You make this as yeah. easy as possible. Yeah. And I'll come back to you because I can buy shit anywhere. I can buy shit on my own time. Yeah. I'm not in Kmart to just like spend as much money as possible. I know what I need to get. I'm going to get out of here. I'm not dumb enough to impulse purchase.
0: Yeah. But I think a lot of people, they are.
1: Maybe, maybe because they're so fucking like like stunned from the lighting, the floral, walking around <laughs> holding hands in this floral lighting, they're so fucking coked up on endorphins and half a muffin each that they're just like, I'll just go in and waste a whole bunch of money on plastic shit I don't need. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, yes, huh. So my bitch of the week. So I um I went to the pub yesterday for a recovery. Oh, yeah, At lunch. Yeah. And I ordered a raspberry lemonade. Oh, the best. (laughs) To get some uh, sweet sweet stuff back in my system. Work to treat. Um, But with my raspberry um, came a big straw. Okay. Came the long black straw. Okay. Um, And this bothered me (laughs) for some reason, um, possibly related to my hangover. (laughs) But um, (laughs) it really pissed me off because what is the fucking point of these straws?
0: Well, cuz you're a lady and oh, what if don't, you don't want to mess Don't up tell me that's true. I'm lipstick. not I'm not a child. I'm not a child. You've also ordered a raspberry though. Yeah, I have, <laughs> but I'm
1: allowed to order a non-alcoholic beverage. I think people accept now that not everybody drinks. That's true. Um but I don't I don't use a straw at home. I don't use a straw in any other situation. Like I'm perfectly capable of drinking straight from a glass receptacle without
0: spilling it or ruining my lipstick. <laughs> so it is a, It is a strange addition to give, but what happens if like if it's a, um, like if you got like a vodka and tonic, because it kind of acts as a stirring
1: oh, mechanism. Your drink should come stirred. I don't, if I make you a vodka tonic here, you don't, like I mix it for
0: you and I give it to you, you drink it. Yeah, you don't true. need to periodically stir it. No, that's true. Um, I don't know, it's one of those things that is just so ingrained in pub culture that I raspberry... Think- yeah, I Here think there's a bit Black of that, um, but
1: it just feels really childish now. And I don't want to make it a sexist thing because I don't think it necessarily is, but a no, man I think it's getting more of a the straw treatment.
0: Thing. I think if they went and ordered a raspberry, they would also get a, I think it's the drink. Do you reckon? Yeah. I don't know. If he was like, give me three beers and a raspberry, that raspberry is getting a straw. Do you reckon? Yeah.
1: But is the bartender making the assumption that that raspberry is going to a woman?
0: I think he's making an assumption that it's going to a kid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. 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 Um, <laughs> and I actually googled it. So there's a reddit thread on this because people have some questions. Um and I found out that in so in some places it's a system like the two the two mini straws is for an alcoholic drink. Yes. and the one straw is for soft drink. Um and especially in the US where they have bartenders and then servers who give you yes. your drink. Yeah. So the two straws indicate that's a rum and coke and that's a coke.
0: Yeah, right. Okay.
1: Um and another theory is that um, sometimes you get two straws. This sounds a bit nuts. That the two straws allows you to still drink. Like if one straw gets like caught on an ice cube, <laughs> you can still get <laughs> liquid up.
0: Wow, um, that's really going fun.
1: And there's also this idea that um, drinking through a straw protects it protects your teeth yes. a little bit from from sugar and stuff and um, you know acids, which you know I'm. That was probably a reasonably valid concern in like 1950, but these days, like there's sugar in tomato sauce. Like if you're if you're trying to minimise sugar consumption by putting a straw in your g
0: <laughs> I think you've got other issues. It's,
1: yeah, it's like it's it's like ordering a medium
0: fries. Like <laughs> the damage is done. <laughs> go 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 all in. Yeah. Much like me on Friday night, two yeah. o'clock in the morning. Or
1: like those people who like blot the oil off their pizza. Aww. Oh man, just enjoy your food. Aww. Come just, on, just go. Um, it also. It's an enormous, enormous waste of plastic. It's really, really bad. There is the a bit of a moment at the moment, yeah, that where it's like they take I suck. hundreds of years, yeah, to degrade. Yeah, they it's, don't. Think, it's time for
0: us to move on. I think
1: I don't like it. It's too it's childish, and I'm not five. I don't want a straw. I'm officially anti-straw, and I'm going to be saying that. Don't give me a straw, anyway. Um, so that's it for that's, that's right. it for the right. week. Yes, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, send us an email: bepleasepodcast at gmail.com. And we're on all the social channels. And we're on iTunes, so make sure you subscribe so that um, you get us in your faces as soon as we're In available. your
0: face. <laughs> in your face. Or even <laughs> You peoples. lucky bastards. Yeah. Have a great week, everybody. Okay, goodbye. See, okay, you. Well, goodbye. See you. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs>